Hello, welcome to the Rotten Horror Picture Show, the horror movie podcast where we talk about movies off the Rotten Tomatoes 200 Best Horror Movies of All Time list. My name is Clay, and with me as always is Amanda. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm good. I'm here with my hand crank flashlight, and mm-hmm. I'm ready to have an alligator explode through some stairs at my face. It is Rotten Horror Picture <laughs> Show Summer Edition, Woo! where we are going down to the belly of Florida. Say down to the basement. Down to the basement. Well, I mean, Florida is kind of the basement of the United States. (laughs) Basement. Variety of reasons. Uh, Today we are talking about a little movie called Crawl from 2019, number 127 on our list with Mm. an 84% Rotten Tomato score. Amanda, had you seen Crawl before? No, this was one of the ones that came out. I think I was like in the depths of my school trauma and I just wasn't doing anything or going anywhere or seeing any movies mm. but i did want to see this when it came out so i'm excited that i have now yeah this i you know this is one where i guess the trailer must have been good yeah because me caitlin pat meredith mm-hmm. went to see this and i was oh. like that's kind of why did we how did we manage to get four of us to go see this movie this yeah. alligator movie <laughs> i was gonna say at least two of the people you just named in that in this group i would expect to kind of be like no, I'm going to skip that one. Yeah. But we saw it in the theater. I actually, as I was thinking about it, I was like, was this the last movie I saw in the theater before COVID? But no, In- yeah. Invisible Man was the last one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pleasantly surprised. Had a great yeah. time. Yeah. Um, really looking forward to talking about this movie. Same. So uh, we're going to play the trailer for you. you. Maybe you guys can judge whether or not the trailer was really good. <laughs> I'm sure it's great when you can't see it. Yes, yes. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, you know, alligator movie. Uh, I'm yeah. sure that's going to be whatever. So, yeah. But I'm trying to figure out how we ended up, unless it was just the B-moviness of it, where it's like, let's go see the alligator movie. I think that might have been part of it. Yeah. Like, I remember at the time, I think it also came out and was kind of a summer movie, and I think people were just ready for that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we're going to take a quick break, play the trailer, and then we are going to talk about Crawl. The state of Florida has issued a Category 5 hurricane warning. All residents must evacuate immediately. Grab your families, your loved ones, and get out. Dad! We won't be able to come for you. Dad! I can distract them for you. You got this! You need to go now. I'm not leaving you here! Okay, Crawl from 2019, directed by Alexander Aha, or I think it's Aha, or Aja, depending on where he's from. I think he's French. Uh, <laughs> he, di- he directed High Tension and the Hills Have Eyes remake, oh, and okay. uh, he has some experience with underwater creatures because he also did Piranha 3D, Oh, which I don't know if you've ever seen that, but no, it's a lot better than it has any right. It's, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> I'm sensing a trend. <laughs> uh, this movie was actually produced by Sam Raimi. I did know that, and I think that might have been one of the reasons I was like, okay, all right, let's yeah. give this one a shot. Yeah. 
I watched some of the behind the scenes stuff, and he was there on the set, like looking at stuff. So he was pretty. It seemed like he was pretty hands on, unless he was just there for a photo op. But mm-hmm. written by Michael and Sean Rasmussen, who apparently I learned yesterday are Boston guys. I don't know any more than that, but I guess they're from the area. Cool. And uh, starring Ka- Kaya. This is going to be a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very, it's a very tough name for a very white girl. Uh, Kaya Scoladario. I believe she's half Brazilian, though, so that's probably where that comes from. Barry Pepper, Morphid Clark, oh, which caught me off guard. Uh, Ross yeah. Anderson and Gators, Gators, Gators. All Gators all the time. Florida Gators, both school mascot and literal. <laughs> uh, Amanda, what happens in Crawl? When a massive hurricane hits her Florida town, young Haley ignores the evacuation orders to search for her missing father, Dave. After finding him gravely injured in their family home, the two of them become trapped by the rapidly encroaching floodwaters. With the storm strengthening, Haley and Dave discover an even greater threat than the rising water level, a relentless attack from a pack of gigantic alligators. Nice. Yeah. Succinct. Mm-hmm. Simple to mm-hmm. the point. The first part of that sounded like a Billy Joel song or something. Yeah. <laughs> Young Haley in Florida searching for her miss- missing father. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Clay, some things you'll find in Crawl mm-hmm. include mm-hmm. plumbing is a superpower. Yep. Yep. Um, Got to know which one's the wet wall. Honestly, <laughs> I was watching it this time and I was thinking about this as a writer. Right. Mm. And when that line came up, I was like, I don't even know if I would know to ask about that. <laughs> like maybe like you're writing this, you know, writing this thing. I don't know anything yeah. about plumbing. I guess that's something you'd have to look up and be like, well, what's a good way for them to get out of here? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's called the wet wall. That's fun. <laughs> but it's just one of those or details. Or somebody's uncle, you know, was a yeah. was in the, the plumber's union and knows all this shit. Uncle, yeah. uncle Dave can tell you how to escape yeah. a basement. Yeah, there you the go. Pipes, yes. <laughs> um, a perfect dog. Yes. Perfect dog who is played, the tension with the dog played very, very well. Yes. Um, they make you think that whole movie, that dog is going to get it. But yep. He does not, and it's very satisfying. Thank God. I would have not wanted to cover this movie if that dog had died. <laughs> can be honest. Uh, you'll also find Florida Man. Mm-hmm. Multiple Florida Men. Multiple. Very, t- very tasty. Dealing an ATM. Just just being Florida Man. Yep. Uh, just a flesh wound. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this movie has a shocking level of gore that is a lot more... Um, shocking to the people watching them the mo- in the movie, watching the yes, movie, and the, the people, people it's happening to. The people it's happening to. Yeah. Yes. M- multiple wounds that <laughs> are should. pretty gnarly and should take someone out completely, yeah. and they're just like, "All right, climb the stairs, let's go." Mm-hmm. Uh, a face full of spiders. Honestly, scariest part of the movie. Yeah, I, I, I had a visceral reaction to that one. That was like the one where I was like, "Yep, can identify with that feeling." Of all the Ugh. things that happen in this movie, that's the one that could happen to you tonight. Yes. If you go into your basement to get yeah. your laundry, <laughs> no, no matter where you live, you are looking so pointedly right at me. Yep. <laughs> Knowing my laundry's in a basement, you monster. Yeah, I'm trying to ruin your night. Uh, and of course, you'll find questionable parenting. Yes. Yes. I feel like it's been a been a couple since we've had a question. Yeah, I'm parenting. trying to remember. I, I I feel like what did we do recently? I uh, I, I think a couple of our Patreon ones maybe didn't have so much questionable fly. parenting. I think there was questionable f- parenting in the fly host. Yes. Host, not really. I guess before that was in the Earth, which has question. Yeah, so yeah, 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 it's yeah. been been coming and going. In and out, in yeah, and out. Yeah. But yeah, that's what you'll find. <laughs> so crawl. Uh, what? First of all, what is your feeling on uh, alligators? Water-based monster movies that are like the the uh, the descendants of Jaws, because I feel sure. like Jaws is everything that comes after Jaws that, with, that has a body of water and a mm-hmm. creature that kills people mm-hmm. is going to be compared to Jaws in one way or another. Sure, and it probably owes something to Jaws. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, Piranha 3D, for for example, <laughs> yes. has a... The a, seminal film, yes. Piranha 3D. Has a whole bit they do with uh, Richard Dreyfus. Oh, fun. Yeah, so it's like there, there's always some sort of eventual callback, but you know, anybody yeah. who had a movie like that come out after Jaws was labeled a ripoff or whatever. Yeah. How do you feel about water creature movies? Um, 
You know, it's funny because Jaws is one of my top like three movies. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love Jaws. I don't really seek out other water-based creature movies. Sure. Like I, 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 there's a couple of the ones that are like shark-based, but more in reality that like, like what, what, what is, what is the one I'm thinking of where the two people are just like stranded oh, out in the open ocean? open water. Yes. Mm-hmm. I kept wanting to say deep water and I knew that wasn't right. Um, I think that is a movie, just not. Yeah. I yeah, I think that is a movie that exists, but it was not the one I was thinking yes. of. Um, I don't know. I I I think they're fun monster flicks, and I think they're fun to play with because there's so much you can do visually with them. Mm-hmm. But if you're asking if I find them particularly scary, not really. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, the I o- think the ocean fear is like not my thing. I'm yeah. just like not. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm an an extraordinarily white person and I just have to hide (laughs) under shade at all times. Mm -hmm. So I just know I'm never going to be in these situations, but maybe that's part of it. Yeah, I think I think the reason that Jaws works so well and and the the ones that come after it might maybe don't is because Mm -hmm. you're not going to go on vacation to the beach and yeah. run into a school of flesh-eating piranhas. Right, or right. Or most of the time, you're not going to go to on vacation to the beach or wherever and run into an alligator. Yeah. Or, for instance... <laughs> uh, I have always wanted to see an alligator like out in the out in the world, though. Well, check the sewers, based on this movie. <laughs> no, apparently. And alligator, which I was just going to mention, I watched uh, not too long ago from early 80s, I think. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty fun. But it's, you know, yeah. it's like a baby alligator in the sewers of New York killing people. Great ending Aww. because the giant, the alligator keeps getting bigger and bigger because mm-hmm. it's been uh, ra- ra- irradiated oh, by a pharmaceutical fun, lab. fun, fun, And then eventually bursts out through the ground nice. and starts uh, wreaking havoc on, on the city, which is pretty fun. That's pretty amazing. Uh, but I think the key is you can't just do Jaws. You got to find something... Yeah. A different way, drop in point. Like piranha, obviously different kind of creature, very specific. Yep. Alligator, very different kind of creature. Setting is very specific. And this one, I think, does it well in picking a, an animal that I can't say I've seen in a movie that wasn't on the sci-fi channel. <laughs> as a Just in general, I feel like you don't get a lot of these movies anymore where it's just like man versus creature. Yeah, I feel like we went through a brief period where it was sort of um, man versus nature in the sense of like a a weather event or disaster. There was a lot of that kind of going on for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, most of these just faded out. They're they're just not, you know, you don't don't get your anacondas anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Well, because they don't want none. Right. Unless you got buns, hun. Well, it's been a good run. <laughs> Hello? Um, yeah, I, I, I wonder if part of it is just people are just tired of the f- one friend yes. that they know that knows animals going, an alligator would never do yeah. that. <laughs> I, I will be totally honest. I felt really defensive on behalf of alligators watching this movie <laughs> where I was like, this is highly unrealistic. <clears throat> like alligators would never behave this way they wouldn't just keep killing humans like they would like kill one and drag it off to eat it somewhere private and Mm -hmm. then just be like i'm tired i'm gonna take a nap thanks neil degrasse tyson that's me (laughs) well actually interestingly (laughs) enough the writers i I saw a little bit of an interview with them and they talked about that Mm -hmm. where they were like yeah this isn't really alligators don't really do this yeah so you have to kind of come up with a reason for them to do that yeah which is why they have the nest sequence yeah where you find the eggs that they're being aggressive because they're defending a nest yeah Yeah. that's all you need Absolutely. And I think I think when I got actually, I think even watching this, I had to keep kind of reminding myself to not be a buzzkill and to stop (laughs) being like, this is highly unrealistic and leave it alone. And then when we got to that nest scene, I was like, oh, okay, Yeah. Yeah. If you throw in the nest and then like they are also going through a hurricane right now. Right. Right. It's tough on everybody. Flooding and they're being like dragged by weird currents they're not used to. And people are everywhere stepping on their shit. Like all of their alligator ATMs are being looted by. Yeah. By annoying humans in boats. Yeah. White people with cornrows. Yes. Ugh. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go right out and say, favorite movie, favorite movie, movie. (laughs) I, this, so, okay. 
this is this is such an interesting movie to me because this is the one Clay is going to write his dissertation on. I feel like I could. <laughs> um, no, it's just it's so interesting because it's so. I I am always impressed by the movies that have a that take a simple concept yeah. and just wring everything you can out of it. Yes, and this movie does that yeah. so well. I really appreciated that about this movie where. To the point where I was almost a little worried, like, what are we going to talk about? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, it's so straightforward. There's not... Because I feel like ha- half half of the movies we watch, we end up kind of having to do the, wait a minute, why would so-and-so go there? Mm-hmm. Where did these people go when this was all happening? Why didn't they just X, Y, and Z? And there's none of that in this one. Yeah. every every They do everything they can whenever they can, and what they do makes sense given the situation that they're in and mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. there just aren't options for them so they kind of have to move forward ha- as best they can in their circumstances but it me- it makes for a very elegant movie yeah where there's not a ton of characters you're trying to keep track of there's not a weird like b plot happening you're just sitting there with them in these really really intense stressful circumstances watching them get more and more desperate over time mm-hmm. as their plans fail. Right. And it's so effective. It's It really makes you tense and kind of wondering like, wait, what the hell are they going to do now? Yeah. It's, you know, we were talking about the dog, right? <clears throat> How they don't I'll talk about that dog all day. They don't, they don't, they don't kill the dog. Thank God. Um, and I, I was reading uh, on on trivia or wherever that they were talking. They had been debating whether or not they should kill the dog, mm. and they were th- saying that, oh well, maybe in the in the, later in the movie the dog sacrifices himself to oh. help save them or something. But it just never felt right. Yeah. And they finally Good. came to the uh, to the conclusion that bec- they set the dog up to look like he's go at any point in the movie he's going to get eaten yeah and so it's actually better tension to not have him get eaten yeah and it's much more relief and and catharsis to get them out and it is this interesting um thing where i don't think we had talked about this a little bit before we started and Mm. you said oh i was surprised that the dad didn't do something like that yeah my my kind of theory after a little while in this movie was that because i was also terrified that the dog was going to die because Mm -hmm. i am one of those people who cannot handle it when the dog dies um, and I was starting to think, oh no, maybe what they're going to do is the opposite. And the father is going to sacrifice himself to save the dog because mm-hmm. the dog is clearly like the only real relationship he has in his life. Yeah. Like he can only be like truly open and emotionally connected with this dog. Mm-hmm. He's driven everyone else in his life away. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was going to go that direction. But yeah. No. And as we, as we were think talking about, it, I was kind of thinking about it and I was like, well, what's actually kind of nice and unique about this is the way that they set it up and like what the uh underlying sort of theme or uh character drama that under yeah is the framing device for this whole thing yeah which is what's her name Haley. Haley. (laughs) Haley and her dad having this split relationship and then you know they she has to help him and blah 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 blah. and you get a couple scenes where they kind of uh, dial it back in the way that all modern horror movies do so they can mm-hmm. talk about their questionable parenting trauma from the past. <laughs> but yes. like the whole thing, ab- the thing that this movie's doing is not only are they trying to escape the gators, mm-hmm. but saving each other and like reconnecting that family bond yeah. is what the whole character thing is about. Right. So you really can't afford to kill any of these characters. Yeah. Because like if you killed the dad... None of that stuff works. Like, right. It doesn't feel like she accomplished anything if the right. dad dies, right. you know? Yeah. And the dog is, is so intrinsic that it's like, mm-hmm. if you kill the dog, that, do- that doesn't help your case. Right. You know? It's about, it's about putting their family back together. So if you end the movie with a member of that family off the table, yeah. then it's really kind of like a Pyrrhic victory. Exactly. It kind of, it, it transforms it from... Um, a story about people kind of finding their way back to each other into just a sad, like, yeah, tragedy, like with, yeah. without sort of any, like you were saying, like emotional catharsis or anything. Yeah, at that point, like, what do you, what is she surviving for? You know, it, it's right, right, yeah. And uh, yeah, it's I think because like yeah, one of the main themes of this movie, in addition to the like 
kind of rebuilding these like familial ties is like the idea of perseverance Mm -hmm. and and not quitting and not giving up there's lots of coach sure coach talk from dad you know because he was her swim coach when she was younger right there's a lot of swimming stuff i do think ironically based on the injuries she gets in this movie probably never gonna swim swim career is probably over over, yeah competitive swimming is probably off the table even though i think she beat her record getting to that little boat that's true um but yeah there's there's a lot of emphasis on like not giving up Mm -hmm. and i think if somebody if one of the characters died i I think it would kind of make it like oh well even if you don't give up you still don't succeed and that just becomes a very nihilistic movie (laughs) right yeah and honestly i think that's why the horrible injuries that they sustain actually like really works because they every time that they get grabbed yeah you think oh, fuck this is gonna be it right but then they survive and so you continue that that climb whereas if one of them gets killed it's like eh, but you can you can you can maim them right but as long yeah. as they survive <laughs> you're still on board yeah i mean so so the tough thing for me in this movie is that it starts, especially with the dad, mm-hmm. Dave, starts so quickly that he is very injured. Yes. <laughs> the, yes. The fact that he's not completely unconscious for this entire movie is a little, a little, like, obviously, again, this is a movie where you have to kind of suspend your disbelief mm-hmm. for several reasons. But, like, yeah, his his leg that they that he's like he's he's oh, yeah. when she finds him in the basement he starts off with like his bone popping out of oh, his yeah. leg That's and it's clean like break on the shin there i i just have a feeling you would not be kicking through water at all so like the fact that he's oh, able to swim at and even after wrapping belts around it well, that's the thing like, movie magic he put a splint on yeah <laughs> so he's fine now he used his plumbing tool belt <laughs> yes i actually didn't even think about hit the swimming part yeah the part where it popped into my head is when or it popped out of your leg popped it out of my leg <laughs> is is when they're outside the house and he's uh-huh. like standing in the water holding the dog yes i was like he he can't be standing no. on both feet no he shouldn't be supporting his own weight on both legs but killer splint so he's fine yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but like it's Plumbing so has a superpower i'm telling <laughs> you <laughs> even the first even the first uh sequence when she gets to the house yeah she gets grabbed by the gator the first time yeah you know kind of rolls her around and stuff and and uh and my girlfriend was in and she i think i forget what she said but my response was oh she said something like she must be really injured right and at, at that point they hadn't done a close-up and i was like yeah. no i don't even think that doesn't even look like the gator broke the skin <laughs> and then they show a close of her knee and it's like, just like out yeah it's just like knives yes. like, holes in her leg yes that she just you know wraps something around but it's like i i i feel like it it is a bit much yeah. But I I do think it oddly works. I'm glad they saved the we're just going to rip your arm clean off for Fantastic. the last 20 minutes Fantastic. of the movie. <laughs> that's okay. That's the next thing I want to talk about. I actually think the pacing in this movie is fantastic. Totally agree. Because yeah. uh apparently there was an opening scene that they didn't shoot that where uh there was another family who ends up getting eaten by gators. Oh. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm really glad they didn't shoot that. Yeah. Because this actually, it takes a while to get to the gators. But once yep. you get there, it's nonstop. Like yep. it's, it's, they dial it all the way up. Well, but, and this is the sort of movie where if you've seen any advertising for it, you know there's an alligator. Oh, sure. Yeah. So you know it's coming. Yeah. And to make you wait. Like, she has to finish swim practice and talk to her sister and drive in the car and get to the condo and then get back in the car and drive to the house and look through the house and get into the basement and crawl around in the basement. And then there's a gator. Right. Like, you have to get through all of that first, but you know it's coming. So it's kind of fun, like, waiting for, like, you know it's going to. Yeah, you never know where it's going to come from. You know. Uh, So how did you, what did you think about that first 10 or probably 10 minutes maybe? Yeah. Where it's swim practice, talking to the sister, trying to find the dad. Because I think probably the reason why they originally had that opening scene is because you, yeah. it's this is a lot of stuff that's very table setting. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of risk boring people by starting your movie with, 
how come you don't call me anymore? Well, right. Dad and I just haven't been on the same page. You yeah. should go call Dad. I don't know. Dad and I aren't yeah. really Where's Mom? Anymore. She's in Paris. Yeah. yeah. So you, you can kind of yeah. risk. You're, you're either kind of going to get into that as yeah. things start falling into place, or you're going to get bored by it. What do you think? I So I liked it. Like, I liked the way it started, because I think it sort of functions as getting all of the, the family stuff down. Mm-hmm. Like, like showing your audience what the basic structure of this family is in a way that felt kind of believable. Yep. You know, like she'd been busy at swim practice, so she was ignoring her phone when she was done and talked to her sister. Her sister was like, Hey, I don't live there anymore, but I know a hurricane is about to hit. What are you doing? Where is dad? Are you guys safe? You need to tell me what's going on. Mm-hmm. And that felt believable. I think especially after, you know, something like COVID sure. where there's a lot of like, checking in alligators all over the place and you have to check in with your family and say did you get sick with the alligator yet um and so i i feel like that was effective i i think there's there were some stilted dialogue bits Mm. there's like a couple moments where she's alone in the car and she's like like there's one moment where she like talks to herself in a very like dad if you made me come all this way for nothing i'm gonna be so mad at you and it's like that wasn't realistic. And I think maybe the breadcrumbs were a little heavy handed mm-hmm. leading her to the dad. You know, like, well, there's pictures of you, me and mom all over the bed. And I think he right. went back to the house. Right. Like, I think it I think she probably knows her dad well enough that she could have made that leap without needing the, the all the photos spread out on the bed. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe if there was just one in a frame of them standing in front of the house that was left on like the kitchen counter you'd be like ah shit i know where he went yeah yeah. like so some of it felt a little heavy-handed but overall i liked it because i think it 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 gave you kind of a good shorthand for what kind of person she was what her relationship with her dad and her sister and her mom is like Mm -hmm. without having to stop the action once you got into it as much as you would have otherwise yeah it is it is all forward driving yeah literally yeah um and you know you've got the the hurricanes getting worse and worse yeah so it's not just people standing around and And she runs into uh wayne the cop yeah i blame wayne for all of this (laughs) because if wayne had just been like okay let's go see if we can find your dad yeah then everything would have been fine i mean fucking wayne wayne's a bad cop (laughs) This is why Beth dumped you, Wayne. That's why I got eaten. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> yeah, the family stuff I think works pretty well. I, I think you get a, into trouble a little bit because I roll my eyes when these movies force this. Like this one, this one I think works because it's kind of the undercurrent of the whole thing. I start to was roll my a, eyes. Was that a water pun? <laughs> No, actually, I didn't, I didn't intend to do that. Uh, but I start to roll my eyes in, in movies sometimes where it's like, okay, we're at like the halfway point. Let's all sit around and say, yeah. talk about. Let's have know. our emotional monologue yeah. to each other. I think this one d- handles that stuff pretty well. Yeah. Except for the second one. like The first one where they, they kind of have the, the reconnecting about the... Um, swimming or whatever yes. and that, they address that stuff that's that's fine yep the second one when he's had his arm bitten off yes. they're trying to get up to the roof while the water's come up yes. and he's like wait a minute i have to tell you i lied to you <laughs> I, could, I couldn't sell the house i'd be like dad now is not yeah, the time yeah dad shut up <laughs> save this for the hospital because we're gonna be there for a while yeah so i think like you know i guess you you got to bring closure to that stuff in some form but that that one was a little clunky but otherwise yeah. i thought it worked pretty well yeah no i i i agree it's tough because you understand why you want that stuff in there because the emotional journey of these characters is important to the movie otherwise it's just like some made up people got eaten by an alligator yeah. like that's that's I, it you know i would be really interested to do like a side by side comparison of let's say maybe 3 really good horror movies from the last 10 years. Yeah. And three really good horror movies from, let's say like, I don't know, the mid 70s through the mid 80s. Because I feel like so many of them now do weave this varying degrees of effective or heavy handed 
I mean, it's it's technically care. I guess you call it character stuff, character <laughs> work. But like, and in in a way that feels so different from the way that they used to. Like, there's no moment in John Carpenter's The Thing where yeah. where McCready's like, "Childs, <laughs> I'm really I'm really really hope I get out of here because I just haven't seen my daughter in 20 years." And, <laughs> That's really the thing that's driving me to yeah. deal with this because the reason I'm down here is because I dr- drove drunk and I killed my wife. Like the, right, or, right. Or, Lori Strode doesn't need to explain how badly she wants to grow up and become an elementary school right. teacher and go to college yeah. and meet a nice boy and have three kids. Yeah, like, the Evil Dead. So Evil Dead's a really interesting example mm. um, because they remade Evil Dead in 2013. Mm-hmm. And the original Evil Dead, five Five people, yeah. Five people yep. at a cabin. Yep. G- open a book they shouldn't open. Get uh, harassed by demons, to put it lightly. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Ca- casually harassed. Bunch of demons Just some protesting light, outside. Yeah, yeah. Some Can't light finish trolling. Their yeah. <laughs> um, and it works so effectively. And then you've got Evil Dead the remake, and it's the same setup. But the- have you seen it? The remake? Yeah. No. No, we should we should watch it at some point. Okay. Um you have the same setup, but there's this underlying story of one of the people who are there. Mm. The reason they're at the cabin is to help this one guy's sister kick heroin. And so there's like a detox thing which okay. like plays there's an into an addiction metaphor, yeah. Which plays into the corruption of the demon kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like okay, <laughs> fa- sure, I guess this you know, add some more texture to stuff, but like, yeah. do I really need to, do I really need solid closure to the heroin story before someone pulls out a chainsaw and <laughs> starts kicking ass? Like, not really. So it would yeah. be, it would be interesting to do a comparison to see like, what is it that makes these modern movies all do that where the old ones never felt like it was necessary? I think part of it, not to get too meta and away from crawl, I, I my my sort of just thinking about it on the fly right now. My my initial theory is that part of it is that so many of the modern movies that we would consider good, mm-hmm. like good indie horror movies or just good horror movies from the last tenish years, thinking about like Hereditary or Get Out or Midsummer, like stuff like that. Excuse me is that it's it's a movie more about things sure. like grief sure. and family and racism and these big kind of huge thematic issues sure. whereas i think some of the older horror movies kind of play on the the innocence and the 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 sort of like this could be anybody they Mm -hmm. didn't deserve this there's nothing different or unusual about these people they just were in the wrong place at the wrong time right right and i think those are an exception because i think it's one of those things where it's like that form became popular and so it has sort of disseminated down into Mm -hmm. other and i you know it's i i kind of as i'm talking about this i feel like i'm criticizing screenwriters for wanting to add more character into their (laughs) horror movies which i'm not trying to do but it all it it all more often than not it feels a little bit formulaic yeah and where it's like does a movie like crawl like the babadook yeah i don't think works without that sub text of right right motherhood and and all that yeah does crawl still work if there's no family stuff probably yes yeah and i I think that's the difference is sort of like knowing which of these buckets you your movie falls into more like this one is more of a monster movie or a disaster movie Mm -hmm. it's more of these people were just you know, they happen to live where this storm happened to hit and there happened to be alligators nearby. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not anything that they did wrong to deserve this. Right. They're, they did, they're not complicit in this disaster. It just occurred to them. Yeah. Whereas in, I think, some of the more modern movies, it, it's kind of like, what? how are we culpable for the things that happen to yeah. each other and yeah. what do we owe each other? And, and it's those kinds of questions. Whereas this one's more just like, and I think e- both are equally as interesting because both are equally as true. Sure. Like sometimes we do things that are bad <laughs> or wrong and we bring trouble and problems on ourselves. 
other times shit just happens. Right. You just, there happens to be an alligator in your basement that you didn't know about and that's not your fault. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is, it is something that is, I've, I've found fairly interesting looking and I'm not, I'm not the first person to talk about that, that change obviously, but you know, you think about something like Night of the Living Dead, which is held up as such a, um, like the gold standard of of the horror movie with with a with a message. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, but also if you look at that movie, <laughs> there's no message. Like, it's, right, right. They never sit down and have a long conversation about how it's really about racism. Right, or it's like really about communism or whatever. Right, whatever right. else, people, yeah, you yeah, know, uh, implant or exactly, exactly. Um. So it's it is interesting to see these modern movies being a lot more explicit with it, and I think where they get into trouble <clears throat> are the ones where they take the time to f- f- explain it as though yeah. it's like any th- shit anybody cares about. Like yeah. this one, like I said, this one is okay, but when you have that one scene where it's like, let's stop everything so I can tell you what the the secondary twist that the screenwriting yeah. book told me I needed. I can put in here so I could be like, wait a minute, actually the picture that you had from a child when you were a child is actually a picture of your grandmother, not your mother. And it's like, cool, let's keep running. Can we keep running away? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's tough because a lot of it, I actually feel a lot of sympathy with the writers for, because I think sometimes it's, it's the whole kill your darlings thing Mm -hmm. where it's like, you've come up with so much material. You, you know, this character inside and out, you know them so well. And they have all of these, complex emotional motivations and all of these things happening in their life that have made them behave the way they are. And it feels, you know, like it, it's hard to edit yourself down yeah. from some of that. Sure. And it's hard to let some of that go when you're like, no, no, no. But I, but I think it's really important that people know this about this character. Like Haley's dad, Dave seems kind of like an asshole and maybe like he was a bad parent and a bad husband. And maybe he kind of deserves this. <laughs> like, like he's a shitty guy and he's going to die in a basement. But, Jesus. But, but, no, but you know what I mean? Like, like, and then I'm the writer and I say, Man, no, they're going hard on Dave. But you like, if you're the writer, you might say, but I don't want my audience to think that yeah. I want them to know these things about him, right. that he mourns the family he's lost and he blames himself for the dissolution of his marriage. Mm-hmm. And he feels like he wasn't a good enough dad. And this is how I'm going to tell the audience all this stuff. Right. And it's like, no, you can, you can show us all that stuff with the fact that he like won't give up he wants to get his daughter out of here like we can see from his behavior in the movie that as gruff and kind of rude as he can be at times he 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 loves his daughter a lot and he's gonna do everything he can to save her so i think that's where it starts to feel superfluous because it's like we don't need to hear all of that because we're already seeing better proof than any dramatic speech he might give right once his arm's been ripped off. And it's also a weird place to put that element yeah. to. Because like you could, because when she gets there and she's like, why are you still here? Didn't you sell the house? Yeah. And he's like, I'm just trying to fix stuff up. My first thought was, where are the new owners of the house? Right. And so when they drop that info later, it's like, well, okay. you could, Why didn't, I don't feel like him. I mean, I guess he's a really guarded kind of guy and doesn't yeah. want to, you know, so he's holding it. But but like if he had said that at the beginning, does it change anything? Even if it had just been like they hadn't sold the house yet. Yeah. It was an escrow, right? So yeah. I don't, we bought this place 10 years ago. I forget what that word means. I don't, I don't even know. I, yeah. I still am not totally sure. I th- I'm not, I'm not rich enough to know what that word means. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, one of the things, I, I mentioned the pacing. I think mm. the pacing of this all uh, brief stops to talk about feelings aside is very good because yeah. this is the rare movie where I think the last 15 minutes mm-hmm. are the best part of the movie. Yeah. You know, and it's, there's a a podcast, a screenwriting podcast that I dip into every now and then i think it's called i think it's just called write your screenplay oh. screenwriters were i don't know something like that <laughs> <laughs> sorry for the terrible plug <laughs> um and this one episode i was listening to he was talking the, the host was talking about this idea that when you have like a suspense screenplay really any screenplay yeah uh with kind of like a high concept anything that could can happen should happen mm. and i think this is a really great example of that because it's like 
it really goes down the list of all the possible things that could happen regarding the situation they're in with the alligators and the flooding yep. and, you know, the, the looters show up and blah, 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 blah. And the way that they lay it out is just so satisfying because after you get this like 10 minutes of kind of build up, yeah. alligator shows up. Oh, geez. She gets hurt <laughs> right away. Yep. And so they're both hurt, blah, 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 blah. Most movies, you don't see a second gator till like minute 70. Yeah. The second gator shows up like five minutes later. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, the gators keep showing up. Right. So there's more gators right away. Yep. The water's coming up. Yep. Right. They're trying. They, they're doing the flashlight thing. Every time another person shows up, they yep, get eaten by a gator. Eaten. You know, they keep getting. Uh, they keep almost getting out, almost getting out, yeah. and then they finally get out of the building. And it's like, yes. okay, well, is this going to be like Speed, where once they get off the train or once yeah. they get off the bus, it kind of like loses steam here? Yeah. They get the boat. It's like, all the right, levee then breaks. Now they got a boat, and then the fucking levee <laughs> yeah. breaks, and this giant tidal wave throws them through the front window back into the house i do love when she kind of gets her bearings back in the house and is just like you've got to be fucking it's kidding so good me. and then everything that they experienced in the basement yep. is now transferred to the next three floors of the house yes as the water keeps rising the yep. gators are coming into the house yep they're doing like floor is lava type parkour yes yeah she's climbing on the sink in the kitchen yeah. and trying to jump over to the table they get the great moment in the bathroom where yes. she the alligator into the the shower and then jumps over the thing yeah it's so good like it just keeps coming right and you get that moment when they come out and you think it's like all right well what else are we going to do here and then it's like "Ah," and they click it up even further yeah and it's just it's just such a great fun and then the dad gets his arm bitten off It's just such a great... And you see it. Like, it's not yeah, oh, just... Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not just yeah, like an one. alligator clamps down and then moves away and the arm is gone. It's like the alligator gets him, twists yep. and twists and pulls, yep. and there it goes. Yes, he should, yeah. have, he should have died very shortly Yeah, he should that. have just gone into shock and it was like a, It was like a Pennywise attack. Yeah, it was. It was. But, oh, you know, funny. it's just such a tense, fast-paced, satisfying yeah. climax to the movie where they're racing, trying to outrun this flood yeah it's so good and i actually think it's kind of great that there's no there's no like blatant commentary about climate change and like sure, sea level right. rise and it's, all of the things it could have gone into mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like we don't need we don't need that like right, we all right. know hurricanes happen and we all know that they're they're bad and they've been getting worse in recent years mm-hmm. and so that's another thing that actually makes this movie feel weirdly believable yeah. It's because yeah. we, we live in a world where, yeah, these these storms do happen. Whole houses do get swallowed up. Yeah. So it didn't feel at any point like, oh, come on. That's just ridiculous. Like, they would have gotten rescued by now. It was like, no, Hurricane Katrina happened a long time ago now, and people spent days waiting for rescue. Yeah. It was really interesting to see, actually, all that stuff, because what even now when I hear about flooding like that, I can't yeah. really wrap my mind around it. Because, yeah. like, the amount of water that would be required to lift, like, to get that deep up on a house. Yeah. I start thinking, like, well, I mean, how far does it spread? Like, what's the containing it? So it starts <laughs> lifting. So to actually see it, be like, okay, now I kind of understand how this can happen. And, right. And, and you see it from kind of the beginning. When she mm-hmm. gets there, it's just rain. Like, it's really heavy rain, but it is still just rain. And yeah. then you sort of see the gradual, like... Now it's this, now it's this, now it's this. And then if you live somewhere where there are some something like levees or a dam nearby, if those don't hold, then it's like, oh, yeah, okay, so now you have all this other water that's just going to come in and this is how it's going to behave and this is what it's going to do. Yeah. 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 So I was, I was looking up some stuff and I was watching the uh, behind the scenes thing. I, I don't know why I didn't think about that. I, th- I thought about it a bit more this time because the first time I was just so engaged with what was going on. <laughs> Um, they built that house inside a giant water tank. That is fascinating. So they had this, this, I think they were shooting in like Croatia or something. (laughs) And, uh, they, they had this big factory building Mm -hmm. that they essentially turned into a gigantic water tank Mm -hmm. and they literally built like that whole corner of the neighborhood. Oh, wow. And so they shot all the out exterior stuff by flooding that thing. Wow. And then if I remember correctly, they basically 
um, took that set down and then rebuilt each floor separately. Okay. So they would shoot the first floor, take that down, build the second floor, yeah. take that down, do the, the roof and that kind of thing. It, it, and it was just unbelievable because that's another that's awesome. thing. I started thinking like, what? It didn't even occur to me. How do you do this? Because it's not like you can't fake it. It's not right. like you can all CGI water. Or right, something. right. Yeah. A, that would cost a, a, a huge amount of money. And also B, it would look like garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like you'd yeah. be able to tell. And I guess in the, the basement too, they built the yeah. whole basement and just and flooded the whole thing. Wow. Um, the uh, the actress who plays... Haley. Haley. <laughs> the actress who plays Haley. There are only two people in this movie, Clay. Names don't matter. <laughs> they don't. The, number, the one thing that I'll never forget is I saw Albert Brooks talking about his biggest pet peeve in screenwriting. And it's he says it's when... Characters call each other by their names in movies because nobody does that in real life. That's true. They, they do it so much in in movies. Yeah, nobody does it in real. Yeah, that's right. Do, that does drive me nuts when I'm watching or reading stuff and everybody's yeah. like, "Oh my god, Clay, did you?" It's hear? weird because it's like a rhythm thing. Like when yeah. you're writing it, it feels natural to be yeah. like, "I don't know about that, Amanda." Blah 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 <laughs> blah. But if we were talking, I yeah probably wouldn't say that. Probably not unless I was trying to be really condescending. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> But um, yeah, they they uh, uh, the actress who plays Haley was saying that the the basement set that they built was really difficult to move around in when it was mm. when there was no water in it. Yeah, because it's it's literally like a four foot basement that you right. kind of crawl. Once they put the water in, it became so much easier to move around because you could just yeah. swim everywhere. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was funny because they they had showed her talking about it. And she was like, "It was awful. <laughs> it smelled apparently." I saw this multiple places on IMDb, so they were really making sure this info got out. Uh, the water was filtered six times a day. It was very clean water. Yeah. It was um, uh, uh, kept, constantly kept at the temperature between like 84 and 100 degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, so ba- they went really went out of their way to make sure everything was clean, everything was yeah. safe. Yeah. <clears throat> and she was like, it's... It was it was awful. I mean, they did a really good job keeping things clean, but it really smelled down there. Yeah, you know, you're in water for ten hours a day. And then they cut to Barry Pepper, and he's like, "It was awesome," you know, because you're just like in it. You can't fake that stuff, so you're just like in there, and it's just it was it was really cool. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but yeah, I I think it's just uh I, oh the thing I, they also know where to um. They know what the bread and butter of this movie is. Yeah. And so you don't have, and I guarantee you this probably would have happened in another version of this movie where after they get to the roof, uh-huh. you get a scene at like a hospital or some shit and yeah. you know, the, they're touching hands and being crying. Right, right. This one, old school movie making. They yep. get to the top, hit the flare, you see the helicopter, yep. end of movie. Yep. They made Perfect. it. They made Perfect. it. They're out. They're going to make it. They're going to live. Yep. Yeah. It's just like, that's all you need to know. You don't need... You don't need the 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 mom flies back from Paris and right, comes to right. visit them in the hospital. You don't need to have the sister show up because I mean she right. she's states away anyway. But yeah, um, how did you feel about the alligators themselves? Because they're all CGI. Yeah, there's no practical alligators. Yeah, what are your thoughts? I, you know, I thought they looked pretty good. Yeah, I I was pleasantly surprised because I think I was kind of ready for them to look a little more janky. <laughs> yeah. And they look pretty. They looked pretty good. I found like the way they moved like believable. Like they they didn't look. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. like because oh, yeah. yeah. sometimes CG, CG things look fine when they're still, and then when they move, it's like oh no, oh mm. no. And these these ones, you know, they looked they looked pretty good. There were moments, I think, especially when they were above water. There were moments where it was like kind of easier to tell that this mm-hmm. was like computer generated, but yeah. a lot of the like underwater scenes when they or like when they're swimming more in a more natural way, I think they looked pretty good. I think they're great monsters mm. because when you think about an alligator, it's like what they've they've been the same since the time of the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. like they're extremely perfectly evolved to do what they do, mm-hmm. and so it makes them really frightening. And they have that sort of like the similar thing that like a shark does, which is just like a big mouth, lots of sharp teeth and like tiny beady little scary eyes. Right. (laughs) Which makes them really intimidating. Um, And I have to say, I loved the log gag. 
Oh, yes. When she's yeah. like up in one of the bedrooms or maybe even the attic or something and a log pops up and it does actually look yeah, like an knot, alligator initially. Like eye, yeah. And it, it got me. I was like, oh, yep, there it is. Oh, nope. That's a piece of wood. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I liked that. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I um, I'm always going to go to bat and for more practical stuff. Yeah. But uh, in this, honestly, I think for the most part, after I think they look good enough that, and the movie is convincing enough in the story that it's telling. Yeah. But I think you you're kind of down for it for after the first couple of shots. Like yeah. Because they 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 look. You get enough of them in the basement where it's dark. I was just going to say that. And there's lots of shadows. So yep. it's not really exposing the computer aspect too much. Right. But I think your brain kind of like uh, adjusts. Yeah. I think even later when you see them outside, there's enough rain mm-hmm. going on that sort of softens your the visuals of it. That mm-hmm. it kind of helps mask a little bit of like the unnaturalness of it being computers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I was a little surprised they didn't do any practical stuff though, because there was a few close ups yeah. and stuff where I was like, you can't do that with like a model, you know, you couldn't yeah. build an alligator head just to do like the eye or something. Yeah, or but... even some some footage of them just swimming. Yeah, you know? yeah, like kind of how in in Jaws <laughs> to compare it back to Jaws right, again. Right. You know, there there is footage of real sharks just mm-hmm. kind of swimming, and then they kind of cut it in clever ways to. Yeah, get some stock footage of a alligator swimming yeah. through someone's living room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I you know like especially for a couple shots where it's like if you if you're getting Haley and then like a close up of the thing opening at her or something. Yeah, it's like, it goes a long way if you have like a real puppet. Right, right. To do that, but I, I didn't find it too distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't. I, I think I think not finding it too distracting is a good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I feel like we kind of hit everything. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't think there is. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like what have we glossed over because I'm sure we've glossed over something. My, how did you feel about... Um, I I really liked the sequence where... Uh, and my mind's working, so I'm backing up a couple places. Two things. <laughs> yes. One, I don't think she tried nearly hard enough to open that trap door on the floor. Yeah, that that part did seem a little like really you couldn't kind of wiggle it a little like like push on yeah. one side and not the other or like really I don't know. Yeah. But I did think that the scene where the dad the water's rising on the dad and he's like up against the floorboards and she's yeah. trying to find him. I thought that was really good. That was really effective. Yeah, I did too. I honestly, that's when I thought he was going to die. Like I yeah. thought, I, I honestly thought he was going to die and stay dead and she was going to be alone with the alligators and the dog. Yeah. And it was going to be a story about just her and the dog making yeah. it out. I think there's a different, I think there's a different version of the movie where that happens. I think, cause yeah. I, I just think that that family stuff is such the, underpinning of everything that yeah you really can't kill him off but I think yeah i think a, having it in the house where you know the family does not live anymore but it's mm-hmm. like his whole like when he does his whole dramatic speech and he's like this is the last place we were a family it's the last place we were all happy together like yeah if you if you're gonna set this movie there you can't then kill him off yeah i think there's i think the change where you can kill him off is what is Haley trying to do Right. Yeah. And here she's trying to put her family back together. Yeah. But I think there's another version where, and that's still in this movie somewhere, mm-hmm. where it's more that she's trying to actively break away from that. Yeah. Because he does, ha- they do have this relationship where he's kind of this overbearing, you know, stage yes. dad. Yes. Yeah. Sports dad. Yeah. <laughs> and I can see a version where it's you don't like. think it's good to tell your child that they're the apex predator? Oh, why not? I mean. <laughs> You gotta Is make that sure. what you whisper quietly to your dog? It's it's what I whisper. <laughs> it's what I wh- it's what I would whisper to my child if I really wanted to make sure they got the the candy from the Halloween candy <laughs> bowl before any of the other kids did. Um, but like I think there's a version where. It's more she, her father is this kind of albatross. Yeah. Uh, to do, use another <laughs> aquatic reference. All the nautical themed yes, references, yes. yeah. And she just wants to unfurl her sails <laughs> and cast off oh, towards the horizon of her life. Oh, 
God. I think we've reached the end of this one. Uh, what side is port? <laughs> I believe it's left. Is it left? I've yes. never been. I learned once a long time ago. Couldn't tell you in a million years. Oh, I have a boating license in New Hampshire. That you just have to. You do that on the internet. I, I, I don't no, know I, had to, I had to oh, go, had to, I had, I had to go oh, okay. to a class. I had to show up and take oh, a test. Oh, okay. Because years ago. Get like, up out of here. Maybe, I guess it was probably like 15 years ago at this point. Yeah. The only thing you need to do to get a boating license in New Hampshire is go to the website and answer like a multiple choice test. Because one time our friend Jim and his then girlfriend were going up and they wanted to rent jet skis and you couldn't do that <sighs> without a boating license. So he went on to the website and got a boating license in about 15 minutes. I feel cheated. Yeah, well, you know what side port is. Yeah. He probably doesn't know what side port is. So <laughs> Fair. Okay. Starboard. Up. No. Maybe. No. No. R- front. No. What is it? It's right. Aft. It's the back. That makes sense. Fore and aft. She got a great aft. <laughs> Good night, everyone. <laughs> you started this. I did not. <sighs> um... What were we talking about? Uh, <laughs> crawl. Crawl. Yeah. I. So I think there's a version where if she's trying to cut, set herself free from her family. <laughs> where, uh, cut anchor. Cut, cut bait. <laughs> um, where maybe the dad dies and that's yeah, like a Yeah. It's more, more about her and, becoming yeah. her own adult person and <clears throat> yeah. learning to live without him kind of deal. I'm glad. You know, I'm glad it's not though. Because yeah. Because I think it's. Especially with all the shit that the three of those three of them go through, yeah. it's nice to th- see them come out the other end. I'm, I don't know how much we talked about this on the Friday the Thirteenth series, but mm. how do you feel about multiple survivors in not, not this? Cause we talked about this one; it's a different yeah. thing. But like yeah. slasher movies, sure. How do you feel about multiple survivors? I'm fine with it if it makes sense. Yeah. Like like if there's a, a logical reason or a plot based reason why there's there's more than one, I'm I'm totally fine with it. In mm-hmm. fact, I think in some cases it makes a lot more sense to have it that way. Mm. Especially in some of the slashers where it's like you're fighting Freddy Krueger or you're fighting Jason or whoever and it's like how does one human defeat that thing? That's the whole question. That's the whole story. I know, I know it is, but but it, it so then when there's more than one, I'm like, ah, uh, yes, of course, because they uh, needed to help each other. Cheating. Yes, cheating. Yes. Sure, I'm I'm fine with calling it cheating, but like <laughs> that story wise makes sense to me. Yeah, and I think in a similar way, like this makes you sense. You just don't to like me a too. fair fight. God no. You don't want to see. You want to see two normal people taking on a sleep demon. <laughs> Single sleep demon all by himself. He doesn't bring friends. I don't. Look, Clay, I don't know who told you life is fair, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a something Fred Krueger knows all too well. Wait, no, he was a child killer. <laughs> I was going to say, fuck, fuck you are so like coming down hard on the side of the uh, questionably pedophilic hey, serial everybody, killer. Everybody deserves an attorney. <laughs> everybody deserves a defense. Clay, attorney at law. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm always I'm always on the fence. I feel like uh as as years went on it seemed like there were routinely more survivors. <clears throat> like once you get yeah. into like the 90s and the 2000s, anytime they had a movie like this, it's always like, oh, right. there's four people made it out. Well, this yeah, one, I mean, nobody look, look at look at Scream. Yeah. Scream you know? Scream there's like 15 people in the movie and like 10 of them survive. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And that's a, that's a lot, but but like in this one, this this one, I'm fine with it because it makes sense yeah. to me. Like I like I think we've been saying this whole time. Part of the character development in this is them realizing I'm not going to leave you behind. Yeah, like I'm going to do everything. I'm not going to give up on you. I'm not going to give up on getting us out of here. We're in this together. Like that's part of the point of this movie. So it makes sense to me very much in this movie. Mm-hmm. In some other movies, I'm always a little bit like, really okay. <laughs> Yeah. But this time I'll allow it. Final question. Yes. Do you think Haley's sister is going to be sad when she finds out Wayne got eaten by an alligator? <laughs> you know, I would say, I, I'm going to say yes. Yeah. She yeah. seems like a nice person. She seems like a pretty decent person. Yeah. She seems caring. Yeah. What, is, what does Haley call her? Empathetic from a distance? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's 
the best way to be. That's a really that's a really harsh insult. Yes, that's, it that, is. that's that's the kind of thing that only siblings would well, know that, to say to each other. And I kind scene, of was like, I buy it now. That yeah. scene was nice because she says some really cutting shit, and then yeah. they're like, "All right, I'll see you soon. Love you, bye." And they're yeah, like, love you. Yeah, like, that like, seems yep, accurate. I've had those conversations with my brother. Yeah, my older brother. Uh, this is, as I said before, number one hundred and twenty-seven. Mm. On our list, how do you feel about the placement? Too high, too low? Should it be removed? I mean, I'm I'm kind of surprised it's all the way at 127. I'm, that being like low? I would I would expect it to be closer to like the 150s, the 160s, oh, the 170s. Okay. Sure. Like sure, like if it had been been between 150 and 200, mm-hmm. I would have been less surprised. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, like it's 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 a good movie. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not. I actually think I'm pretty content with it being on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do think, like we were saying, there aren't a lot of good examples of sort of more modern versions of these kinds of like monster yeah. movies. Um, so it's nice to see it on there. But yeah, it sort of surprises me that it's all the way at 127. Yeah, I would agree. Um. 127 feels kind of high. Yeah, because, I mean, we've had things like... I always keep coming back to the fact that wasn't Black Christmas kicked all the way off the list at some yeah, point? Or Black Christmas is such a travesty of yeah. location because I, I don't think it's on the list anymore. Don't quote me on that. But, yeah. Uh, so, <clears throat> for reference, uh, at 126, we have The Exorcist. Yeah, come on. That's a mistake. Yeah. Uh, at 125, <laughs> we have The Invitation. Uh, 124 is some movie I've never heard of. Oh, I've heard of that one. Oh, that is, one sounds have kind you seen it? I have not seen it, but I know the story it's based off of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, number 123 is 1922, which mm. is a Stephen King thing I've never heard of. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, 128 is Come to Daddy, starring Elijah Wood. Oh. Don't know that one. Yeah, I don't know 129 that one. 129 is Creepy. Never heard of that. 130 is The Omen. Oh, yeah. Okay. 131 is Doctor Sleep. So it's buoyed by some pretty big ones. Yeah. So it's it's kind of surprising that it's... You didn't, even, you didn't pick up on that one. I, I did. I'm Damn ignoring it. it. Trying to discourage <sighs> you. <sighs> I'm just cutting you adrift mm. on these metaphors. But yeah, it's it's a surprising spot. Chum. <laughs> Are you just going to start You're saying just start words? Saying, <laughs> saying vocabulary. <clears throat> Gunnel. Ooh, I don't know. Mast. Mast. <laughs> what do they call that thing? The lady that they put on the front of the boat. I'm sure that has a name. I'm. Oh my god! I know that has a name, and I can't think of it. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, this list continues to be baffling, but twenty yes. uh, one twenty seven feels... If you told me this was 187, I'd be like, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's 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 also not to take anything away from it, though, because it's no, like, no. I think it's a really solid... Like, this is a... I would say this is like a high-end B movie. Yes. Which it's very satisfying. Yep. Like we said, take simple pre- pre- uh, premise, rings everything can out of it. Yep. Get in, get out, bingo, bango, alligators. <laughs> good, good, good way to spend a Saturday night. Right. We're still talking about keeping this movie on the list of 200 best horror movies of all time. Yes. That's a pretty high bar to meet. Mm-hmm. So I think putting it lower on the list, closer to 200, is like fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. you know, if you go too low, then... It feels bad, but if it's like ahoy! Oh, here. I thought you were gonna say if you go too low, when when you come back up, you have to do it slowly. <laughs> if, if depending on how much this changes, <laughs> crawl might end up with the bends. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, I gotta stop. Yeah, this. we have to go. <laughs> um, I hit the randomizer button. Beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, and we landed on number sixty-nine. Nice, which is Train to Busan. Oh, okay. Have you seen Train to Busan? No, because my husband watched it without me one time. Mm. Which is a weird phrase, sentence to say, considering he's the one who doesn't like horror movies. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Momentarily possessed. Yeah. It's not anyway, explanation. Very good. I'm excited. Very good movie. Very excited. Uh, so that's what we'll be doing in a couple weeks. Thank you guys for listening. If you'd like to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash thepenskyfile. 
where you can sign up for our Patreon and listen to us talk about the second string of Stephen King movies. We talk about the, uh, the Stephen King adaptations that are not quite as highly regarded as some of the ones that are on our actual list here. Yes. And uh, we also have 12 full episodes of us covering the entirety of the Friday the 13th series that you can listen to. There's so much stuff on there. <laughs> Go on a really long trip or walk your dog multiple times during the day and you know we can, we can accompany you the entire time. But yeah. uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you, Clyde. And we'll see you next time. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy.